Hello and welcome to the Being Forces Friendly podcast. I'm your host Eloise and this month's podcast is all about gold. More specifically, the Employer Recognition Scheme Gold Awards. On the 9th of October, the Employer Recognition Scheme Gold Awards will be presented by His Royal Highness Prince Harry and the Secretary of State for Defence. And today, I will be speaking with three of the winning organisations. For those of you not familiar with these awards, the Employer Recognition Scheme, or ERS Awards, was launched in 2014 to recognise employers who go above and beyond in their support of defence. Today, the Defence Employer Recognition Scheme has commended 47 organisations, and this year we welcome another 33. My first guest is Michael Coates, co-founder of Combat Pest Control. Combat Pest Control are one of a small handful of SME recipients of the Gold Award since its launch, and have gone above and beyond to show their support. And very excited to talk to him. Michael, thank you for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me. So, first of all, how do you feel about having won gold? So, so ultimately, we're really proud of, of what we've achieved and, and why we're part of it. And to be recognised defence officially has been great for us. Um, but ultimately, we kind of took the mantle on as being an advocate for SMEs. Um, and as an organisation, and as I believe the youngest organisation to have won mm. gold, um, we feel it kind of our role now to, to kind of inspire and influence other SMEs to get involved. Um, because, look, if we all do a little, a little bit, then we can create something huge and have a massive impact. Yeah. So, you know, ultimately, yeah, we're pr- very proud, but it's just a stepping stone for us, and we want to kind of inspire the next kind of the next group of, especially small businesses, to get involved yeah. with this. Yeah, definitely. That's incredibly, incredibly good of you. Inspiring other businesses is something that, I mean, in general, we're really on board with. But that's kind of the whole inspiration behind our podcast that we're all about. You know, this is about inspiring other businesses. Mm. And with that in mind, what would you say to other businesses who are looking at you and going, I want to get gold? Well, I think we're very clear with what we what we um, we want to achieve. So as a business, we, we well, actually, we never had a business. And then we, we saw some of our friends and some of our peers and, and kind of friends of friends that started suffering from various mental health issues due to conflict. So we said, look, let's set a business up to help people basically to help others um kind of going slightly off there but my point being is be, be quite kind of specific of what you want to achieve with the covenant and and don't um don't kind of shotgun your way into it kind of be very kind of like, more like a sniper and say look i want to achieve that and that and then what you do is then you kind of you'll stick to your pledge your, your, your covenant pledge as well um which i think is very so choose what you want to achieve be specific to that and then just follow that through instead of trying to do everything and not kind of sticking to anything. Yeah. Be really specific about what you want. What you want. It's a really interesting point because the majority of our winners are, of course, are of course big businesses. Um, but I think the difference between big businesses who make these big gestures because they have resources and they have the capacity compared to SMEs who, for the majority of them, supporting can be more difficult what stands out about those who have one is the fact that they are so direct and so pinpoint their goals and what it is that they want to achieve and that's something you guys definitely have done having read your history and your background you've definitely had a very clear pinpoint i mean for one thing your workforce is 100 percent veteran correct yeah. correct that's, that's very impressive yeah very good um 
So why do you think you have stood out as an organisation? So I think going back to our kind of clear vision of how we want to achieve what we want to achieve, um, we don't really talk about profit, although profit's really important to us, but we don't really, it's not kind of um, what drives us day to day. So we're all about employment of our military veterans and reservists and providing meaningful employment as well. So it's not just about a case of just getting anyone in to do any job. Um, you know, we become a London living wage provider, for example, and, and that was just one of the one of the one of the kind of examples of um, providing that meaningful employment going forward and advocacy. So employment was really important. Um, educating and assisting children in conflicts was really yeah. important. And actually, drives us every single day. Every job we do um, domestically, we educate a child in Afghanistan. Oh, wow. So we have that direct link. Um, we're, we're passionate about protecting our customer. And, our kind of workforce really um, allows us to do that. You know, people feel like that they know us before we even go into their homes. Everyone's kind of, um, yeah. especially our target market, everyone's um, uh, everyone's kind of been touched by the, the military in some way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we, we're all about protecting our customer and doing what's right for them and then supporting our injured service personnel long term, yeah. um, whether it's through advocacy or raising funds or eventually going back to the meaningful employment. So it goes back full circle. And we want to advocate that and we want to kind of shout it throughout in industry as well and, and see which ways we can do it as, a, as an SME or bigger business and have conversations that way. So, so to answer your question, I think it's those four points that have made us stand out. Yeah. And that drives us every day, it drives us every job we, we attend and it drives us where we're going to it in the future as well. That's amazing. And one of the things that, like for me personally, um, I look after our social media and Honestly, I can't think of another organisation that I see do more than you guys. You are constantly popping up on my phone with just, just you're so, you're a very big voice on the market as well as everything that you're doing. I would say you're one of the biggest vocal advocates um, that I've seen personally. Um, you talked about the future. Do you have plans for the future? Oh, look, we got we got a ton of plans and... Um... But again, being specific about what we do, we want to grow naturally. And we want um, we'll look, we're always looking for partners to kind of come on with us, especially the kind of larger companies to take us on, and we, so we can provide a great service for them. And in turn, that will give us more employment. So we're looking at more employment for our, our kind of veterans and reservists um, and growing, but also growing in a way where we can still provide kind of operational excellence as well. You know, Des, the other owner of the company, is all about that kind of excellence and pushes for it every day, every job we do. And he's working on that, so that's really important. So we don't outgrow yeah. ourselves. We select our team appropriately. Um, as it as it stands, actually, all our technicians are ex Royal Marines, which which goes really great. They've got great values and, and standards. Um, and then other things include things like, although we educate children in Afghanistan, we also are aware that there's a, a, a huge um, a problem with landmines around the world. Yeah. Another way, people sometimes think, well, what, what's that link going to be? <laughs> so all our um, commercial work is going to help clear landmines around the world in the future, and we should, be, we should be kind of initiating that and implementing that in the next kind of couple of months. <clears throat> and we do that with a, um, <clears throat> and a partner called Apopo, which clear mines using African pouch rats. So they train the rat, and then the rat goes out and clears. Both me and Dez actually was in Iraq in 2003, um, and we've both prodded for mines in the Middle East and, and um, the link there with that take the side with the rat and the pest control side of things. <laughs> so we, we get rid of your rats in your in your business, but then we'll we'll train them elsewhere and clear clear minefields. And That's it's about fifty three percent of all 
land managers around the world are children. Um, all our guys have experienced conflict, so the full team's experienced conflict, whether it be Northern Ireland or Iraq and Afghanistan. And, and we, you know, was like, look, this is um, something we've got to, we've got to kind of do. And and as a, as a small business, we can actually achieve this as well. Yeah. So we believe in this power of small. So all these little things, you build it up, and it creates something huge. Yeah. So they're our kind of um, two goals now: build a team and get operational excellence. I mean, those are brilliant goals. And then, yeah. <laughs> those are very impressive yeah. goals. Yeah. I mean, that's great. So, Michael, for you personally, what what are your personal goals in terms of the armed forces and the armed forces community? So when, when we set out, I mean, Michael Cutts, the person, and if you move away from combat pest control, but Michael Cutts... I just want to see every single veteran or every single service leaver in meaningful employment. And as a as a small business owner, I find it um, I would find it really difficult to to employ our injured right now, right at this present, right yeah. now. Then this, and I'm just kind of being very broad with that as well. Like I'm being very broad, and, and if my fourth part of my vision is to support our injured service personnel. Um, I just feel like a kind of governmental or government level um, support from there and, and kind of help really, help the kind of yeah. small, micro, small businesses, um, some kind of financial help or some kind of assistance with bringing on our injured, especially when, you know, mental health and the kind of caveats are huge and it's, the spectrum's massive. Um, with some kind of program that does help. You know, we've got 5.3 million micro-businesses in, in the country. Yeah. You know, it makes up 96% of all businesses. Like I said before, the power is small. We collectively do something and we can collectively kind of impact. Yeah. Um, just feel like we're in a unique position uh, right now. We've got a lot of kind of military um, or ex-military personnel coming in and being very entrepreneurial and very um uh, understanding you know owning small businesses and if we have some kind of platform that we can work off to help our injured you know some kind of official platform yeah. it'd be it'd be huge for us yeah and to impact like in a massive way you know so that, i think that's a long term all about meaningful employment but but with small medium enterprise as well i think we can play a huge part of that yeah definitely as a veteran, you obviously believe in the workforce of veterans and the benefits of having them. Um, could you, for someone who is no way involved with the armed forces, someone who hasn't signed the covenant, is not engaged, what would you say to them about employing veterans and employing from the armed forces community in general? I think it's important, especially for like, if we talk talk about SMEs, it's, it's important that criteria is met. So not every veteran. The reservist is going to be um, appropriate for your for your um, for the employment. Yeah. So the criteria has got to be met. But what you're going to get from a military veteran reservist is um, great values and standards, and and they um, they hold on to those values as well, and, and they'll be driven by purposes and and um, kind of like a vision of how you want to achieve things. Um, <laughs> also, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so part of those part of those values is the um, the ability to, to kind of get stuff done as yeah. well, and and look, there's those cliches about turning up on time and and being, uh, you know, dressly, yes, um, yeah. 
you know, dressed right. dressed right and all the rest of it. But but actually, I'd expect that from anybody. Yeah. Anyone that came to work with us, I'd expect that. But you're going to get these ingrained values and these ingrained standards. Yeah. Um, and like I said, for us, we mo- we don't motivate anybody. We we say what we want to we say what we want to achieve. Yeah. And then we go and do it every single day. Every single day we educate. Every single day we employ. We advocate our, for our injured service personnel and we protect our customer. Every single day we do this. My point being is we have a purpose, and the guys yeah. come on board, and then they're driven by that that purpose. And and the main thing for me, yeah, is those st- values and standards that yeah. that our our, um, our guys and girls have from the um, from the military. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things that I noticed because I haven't always worked with the armed forces, that's relatively new for me. I've been about a year, and what I've noticed is this level of teamwork that actually is not something that everyone naturally knows how to do and everyone is naturally engaged with but the people from who have military backgrounds who are still involved with the military and so forth they their teamwork skills are just they're always looking for a way to help the rest of their team mm. that i think is probably the thing that stood out for me the most i think if you um going from when you first joined basic training right the way up to you mm. you leave the, the the armed forces it's all about collaborating you'll never get anything if you just go by yourself yeah so collaborating and, and really, um, the industry you would call it partnerships, but it is about collaborating and working together as that team and, and coming together as one to, to achieve something. Yeah. Um, and the businesses I've spoken to recently that are not military owned or run, but have got guys and girls within it that are from from that background, is that um, when when they say they're going to get something done, then they get it done. Yeah. Um, it also ingrains into them that that especially the people who are my friends and people who work with us now, they hate letting anyone down. It's kind of been built in. That yeah. It's not part of their... I suppose it goes back to them values again. Yeah, so They never want to let anyone down and they want to get it done. Brilliant. Okay, um, so I'm afraid we're running out of time, so I'm going to have to say goodbye. Thank you so much for joining us today. You've been absolutely fantastic. It's been really eye-opening. Um, congratulations again on your award. It's very well deserved. Look forward to seeing you at the Gold Awards. Yeah, I'll see you then. Thanks a lot. Joining me now by phone is Natasha Mason, the Armed Forces Coordinator for Wolfson's Solicitors. Wolfson's Solicitors are the first law firm to achieve ERS Gold. Natasha, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for inviting us along. Um, So I guess the first question is, how does it feel to be a gold winner? Well, we're absolutely delighted. You know, to be recognised by Defence for our support to our armed forces community is, is just fantastic. Um, you know, it would have been really easy for us to make the pledges and not deliver. But delivering on those pledges and you know, maintaining that support takes a lot of time and effort. Um, and being awarded silver last year was great. And to achieve the gold this year just proves to us that the time Wolfstone solicitors have dedicated to becoming a supportive employer and service provider has just been so worth it. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, you're someone, and you as an individual, but all the students in general, is someone that I'm very aware of because, you know, we met before when you came and spoke at a law event, encouraging other law firms to get more involved with the covenant and the community. And um, Wolfson's is someone who is very vocal on social media with their support, which is fantastic. So for me, obviously, you stood out a lot um, as an individual, but why do you think you stood out and to have had such a quick journey? 
well, that's actually a really difficult question to answer, I think. Um, you know, as, as you say, we've demonstrated um, our support by delivering on the pledges that we made. Um, but what I think makes us stand out is that we've gone above and beyond that. Um, as an example, it, you know, it's easy to include in internal policies that we offer additional leave for reservists. But going beyond that, we invited local reserve unit in to explain to us what what being a reservist is all about. You know how a reserve career works alongside a civilian career, uh, the mutual benefits to employing reservists, and furthermore, we then invited them back to then talk about uh, about it to our colleagues to see if anyone actually wanted to join the reserves, and we we actively supported that. Um, in addition, though, our HR manager attended a seminar about service leavers and their transferable skills. Um, and that enabled her to understand the variety of experience on a service leaver's CV. So it's about going above and beyond and trying to make um, the workplace more understanding. Um, but I think as well, it goes beyond inside the workplace. We've engaged with our armed forces community by supporting Armed Forces Day. Uh, we've supported Homeless Veterans House, raised money for SASA. We've also helped by providing manpower to the British Legion at last year's Poppy Appeal. Uh, we've also provided legal signposting to beneficiaries of service military charities. And we work with the support organisations and charities to ensure that our clients can be supported outside of their legal matters. So we look at the whole bigger picture. So I think it's really about going above and beyond what we promised we would do in our, in our Covenant Pledge. Absolutely. Um, so for those who are just standing out, starting out even, um, and maybe they've not pledged yet or... They're just sort of getting their idea of what the Armed Forces Covenant is all about. What would you say to them? I think it's really important to, to talk to businesses that have already aligned their values with the Armed Forces Covenant. Find out more about your employees as well. Um, you may find that some of your employees are part of the Armed Forces community. And if so, ask them how you can improve the employer and employee support. Don't rush. Take your time and ensure the support is genuine and engage with the regional employment engagement directors. Yeah, definitely. So, so far, obviously you've been announced as a winner um, a few weeks back. Has this, have you felt any mutual benefits? Have you felt any benefits of being a winner, both um, externally or, and also has it changed your view going forward? Well, absolutely. Like, like you say, it has only been a few weeks since the, uh, since all the winners were announced. Um, but since, since that announcement, our local paper printed an article about the awards um, and our success. And since that article, we've noticed an increase in inquiries, not only for our legal services, but for signposting for the non-legal support. And there's also been a noticeable increase in employment inquiries as well. Um, we, we took part in the Plymouth Veterans Jobs Fair last week, and, and we had a lot more inquiries about coming to work with us compared to when we attended that same Jobs Fair last year. And we feel that this recognition that the award has given, alongside all the work that we have done over the past few years, has also provided us a platform of trust within the armed forces community, and that in itself also helps. Absolutely. Um, so what, what do you plan for the future now that you're a gold winner, now that you have reached the pinnacle? What do you plan to do next? Well, just much of the same as what we have been doing for the last few years. We will continue to support defence, uh, continue to support our armed forces community, both in the workplace and in the wider community. 
Um, we've recently become more involved with the Poppy Appeal, and this year the, our Plymouth area have asked us to become uh, Poppy Appeal distributors. So we'll be distributing poppies to around 100 businesses in our area, and then at the end of the appeal, collecting, counting, and banking. Um, we've We'll also continue advocating to other businesses and particularly the legal sector about not only aligning their values with the Armed Forces Covenant, but delivering on them as well and encouraging more businesses who have signed the Covenant to actively support our local Armed Forces Covenant and its endeavours to assist veterans, service leavers and their dependents into employment. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Natasha. It's been brilliant speaking to you. Um, thanks so much, uh, you know, for, for inviting us along. It's been it's been a privilege. Fantastic, and very much looking forward to seeing you at the Gold Awards. Lovely, we look forward to it. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Joining now is Laura and Victoria from South Central Ambulance Service, also by phone. Ladies, thank you for joining us today. Um, so, first of all, I just wanted to ask you, how does it feel to have won gold? I think we're both really proud of the achievements that have been recognised for the trust. Um, in relation to the recognition of the award. It's fantastic for us, the Trust as an organisation, and for the employees that have been involved in any of the engagement activities. We really um, appreciate being valued for what we do across and by our MOD peers. Absolutely. Um, it's a huge achievement, and you guys have done some fantastic work that I've obviously seen. But um, why do you think that you've stood out as an organisation? So a number of reasons we believe uh, stood out sort of far beyond other members of sorry, the trust um, in relation to our reservist policies that we have, also policies that support partners of serving personnel. Um, we have a MOD champions network within the trust. We've um, adopted some innovative approaches to supporting veterans to gain employment in the healthcare sector. Um, we've engaged with MOD and other NHS peers to follow best practice, to see what works for us as well as what works for them. And we've formulated and established some excellent working relationships. One of these is mainly with the CTP, so the Career Transitions Partnership, as well as NHS employers, etc. And, and one of the things that we've really worked hard to do is to evaluate our successes and look at our areas of improvement and develop those further. So it always looks like you've got a bit of an eye on the future. Do you have any plans going forward now that you've won gold? We like to maintain our momentum and whilst we're always seeking out opportunities to develop, um, we want to build on our existing development and build on our strength. We um, have now got an increased profile within the MOD sectors um, and we're forging new relationships with places like the Navy, etc. Um, and we continue to support regulars um, who serve as medics, nurses, paramedics, etc. with their CPD. Um, we want to continue with the Champions Network. We continue to support our reservists in our local areas. And one of the key things that we're looking forward to, and our CEO is very excited about, is attending the award ceremony in, in the next Monday. <laughs> Definitely, yes. Uh, we're very looking forward to having you guys there. Um, so, w as you have a bit of experience now and you have proven yourself to be um, one of the best supporters of the Armed Forces Covenant, what advice would you give?
give to people who are just starting their journey and just beginning to support the armed forces community? I think for us, it's learning about what the organisation already does. We found that there's pockets of work going on and it's good to kind of bring those together and to combine them in any kind of work that you're doing for that. Also, to find out what works well for you, what limitations have you got, what can you commit to and what can't you do. Um, and just making sure that you're getting the right questions out there to people to see who's doing sort of pockets of work and ensuring that that's kind of embedded in the work that you're doing going forward. Absolutely. Um, and last question is just, have you felt in your time supporting the armed forces, and particularly since you've won gold, um, have you begun to feel any benefits from supporting the community? We, um, we found that we've become a benchmark organisation. Um, one of our key strategies is to become a local employer of choice, and I think this is underpinning this excellent with the excellent work that we're doing, but it's also it's that level of recognition. So there's further development within relationships, um, there's further integration into our policies, procedures, both internally and externally, how we work with our partners, and there's an increased opportunity for shared learning. Um, one of the things, one of the benefits that we found is about being positive about new challenges, like this podcast. This is something that we've never done before. Um, we've got a real uptake for some of the other initiatives that we work with internally, such as the Leadership Academy, um, sorry, the Leadership Event at Sandhurst. We've now got a waiting list ready for next year's event. Um, and it's that level of internal awareness as well as the external awareness that's really forging us moving forward. Absolutely, that's so exciting. Um, thank you very much for joining us today. It's been amazing speaking to you. I'm really looking forward to meeting you. Thank you for coming. Thank you, Eloise. Thank you. I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. I want to say a big thank you to everyone who joined us today. It's been fantastic talking to you. If you've enjoyed our podcast and would like to hear more from us, make sure to subscribe on your podcast player, SoundCloud, iTunes. We also upload to YouTube. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn for your latest Being Forces Friendly updates. I've been your host, Eloise, and thank you for listening.